life can be really hard sometimes. And it's even harder when life doesn't go as we planned. You know, things are going well and suddenly out of nowhere, your life is flipped upside down. You know, many of us with chronic illnesses have struggled with this and still struggle with this. But I think right now in the place that our country and our world is in, we can all relate to that feeling. You know, there are times that our days and even our weeks can get blurred together when we're in the heat of fighting the battle and we're in the middle of all the hard and the messy parts of life, or we're dealing with symptom management, especially when there's no cure or treatment. But what I've come to learn is that every day that goes by is a victory because every day that goes by means that I made it through the day. That was something that really hit me this past summer. I decided that I wanted to not just be upset about all that had happened and all that I had lost, but I also wanted to make sure that as I was taking the time to grieve appropriately, that all of my days wouldn't blur together. I wanted to be able to look back and pinpoint at least one victory each day that happened. In January, I had a chance to sit down with you and with my mentor, and I got to introduce you to all of the goodness that she has. We talked about how we need to be joy-filled rather than joyful because we don't need to be full to experience joy. We just need to be filled with the presence of God. In that episode, I told you that I would share with you how I celebrate every little victory and how that's helped me to continue to see God and see joy in each and every day. And if you're wondering what episode I'm talking about, if you weren't able to be there, I'm talking about episode 32. Now, last week, we started talking about how to cultivate life during quarantine and how to worship through this quarantine and just about gratitude. But gratitude and victory are kind of two different things. And in all of what's going on in our lives and in our world and in our country right now, we have a really unique opportunity we're able to really see if God's presence is going to be enough to fill us. And if you're struggling with that, know that you are not alone. And if your days are getting blurred together and you want to stop and appreciate every single day, well, my friend, you are in the right place. So let's start looking at what these victories really are and let's start celebrating. Hey, friends. I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. As you know, this year has been a really big season of transition for me. You know, we officially closed our business in June. And I mean, I had known that it was over for quite some time, but that wasn't until we had officially made everything set in stone and clear. And we signed the papers and we ended everything. You know, OST was such a huge victory of mine. I loved working with dancers. I loved working with other coaches and teachers and studio owners, and it was fantastic. Now, yes, I made so many mistakes. Learning how to 
lead a team and be in charge of finances and be working on just the communication between having employees under you that there was so much that I learned and I made so many mistakes, things that I wish I had done differently. But as many flaws as there were, there were also so many victories. Not all of them were very big. Some of them were, but In my mind, that was my greatest achievement. That was my victory. I was on top of the world. I was doing what I felt called to do. And when we lost it, I started just feeling like I had nothing to be victorious about. I was really frustrated and, you know, still do have those days because right now, EDS, there is no cure. There is no set in stone treatment. Everybody's body is different. Every case is different. How you treat EDS is so different across the spectrum, you know, and then even going into the comorbidities and other things, it just is so different for everybody. And I just finally got to a point where I was like, I have nothing to be victorious about. When you get stuck just working to survive and manage symptoms, that can be really devastating. Then to top it off with all the losses that came with it, my heart just couldn't take it. So as you know, I've talked before multiple times about the whole find three small things. And that is important. And that was extremely helpful and is always for me helpful. It truly is. But the problem, and this is where I just felt so stuck, was that gratitude doesn't equal victory right? So we can be grateful for things, but not necessarily be victorious. We're victorious in the fact that we're able to be in a place of gratitude to recognize the gift of our lives. But I mean, I'm going to be super real with you. It hurt so much, so much to lose OST. And I was still practicing gratitude, which again is important, but I was lacking that feeling of victory. And I just felt like, what is the point? If I'm never going to be able to be victorious, then why should I do anything? So I started really reflecting on that this past June and was really, you know, working again at gratitude, but just not feeling victorious. Then I got to my summer refresh in my power sheets You know, I was really focused on making sure that I grieved appropriately. I didn't want to shove this to the back burner or just use a positivity prescription and just suppress the emotions I was feeling. I wanted to feel them, but I also wanted to make sure that my goals were still going to move forward, even if they weren't the way that I had imagined. And in order to figure out if I was ever going to be able to be victorious again, I needed to quiet all the noise. There was so much going on in my life between social media, our marriage, and our families, and my body, and just all the things, right? There were so many things going on. There were so many voices that I was listening to, and I wasn't really focused on God's voice. And I decided for July through September, I wanted to focus on pruning, I think sometimes we're frightened to prune because so much has already been taken from us that we can't imagine cutting out anything else. 
But as I was really praying over what God was going to have me do with the next 90 days of my year, everything that just came along with that, he just kept speaking to my heart that I needed to prune. I needed to cut back. You know, what's so important to mention about pruning is that when we prune, we're able to get rid of the old and the dead and all the excess to make room for new blooms to become even more fruitful. What I realized was that in this season, if I was going to come out victorious, if I was going to come out in a manner that grew me, I needed to prune. So my goals for this season, I had five like mini goals in this one goal to prune. And it was to let go of certain dreams, to make room for new opportunities, to prioritize what truly mattered to me, to evaluate my habits, and to process where I'm at. In doing that, I had to make some really tough choices. One of the things that I had to do was not just let go of something to make room for another, but I had to really prioritize. That meant cutting certain things out, whether it was just focusing on a few friendships that really mattered to me, or spending time with family more often, being off my phone and being present in the moment, All of these things were important. You know, there are a lot of things that we do every day. If we had a list of all the things that we routinely do in a day, we would be amazed at how many check marks are there. The problem, though, is that sometimes we don't notice those things. We forget about them. We don't think they're super important. We simply forget to notice all that we're doing and all that we've done and all that God is doing in us and with us. So that was where I decided I was going to really challenge myself. I'm not sure that I was really prepared, to be honest with you, but I knew that I was ready to jump in even if I didn't know what that meant. What I did is I decided that I wanted to notice one victory that I made every single day. The victory was specifically to point out the small victories because there are all sorts of things that are awesome and huge and great, but what if we're not in a season of life where everything is big and bright? What if we're in a quiet season? We're in a season of waiting. Well, there are still going to be victories there if we deliberately look for them and we notice them and we acknowledge them. So my victories, what I did is in the back of my refresh of my power sheet. So every 90 days you do a refresh and go over what your goals are for the next three months and you evaluate yourself and there's a space on the back page that's just empty. So I basically printed out a calendar. I put three months worth of dates in there and they were just all blank. It was kind of intimidating to look at, to be honest. And um, I decided that every day I would go into that page at the end of the day and write down a victory that I had. I figured, you know, it's probably going to feel really great to look back on this in 90 days when I'm starting another refresh. Even if I don't feel like I've accomplished anything, I'm going to have 90 different things physically listed in front of me that I did. That's kind of cool. But I didn't realize what was going to grow out of this experience and out of this hurt. And when I say little victories, friends, I mean the little, 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 little victories. And some of them were not big at all. 
but they mattered because you know what? It was exactly what we were talking about earlier. I made it through the day. That itself is a victory. God gave me another day on earth and I made it through. How awesome is that? So I'm going to give you some examples because some of them were big and bold and I literally have my power sheets right here. You're going to probably hear me turning some pages because I have so much joy talking about this because I never could have imagined that six months out or seven months out of this experience, I have just grown so attached to these victories. So I'm just going to read you some of my favorites over the past six months. One was that I cleaned our bedroom, folded laundry. I didn't turn the TV on until 3 p.m. one day. I kept family traditions alive. I enjoyed the sunshine. I didn't cry today. I only fainted once. (laughs) And this one makes me laugh so hard because I had been going through a stretch where I was just having really severe syncope. And there was just a day where I only once and I was like, oh, that's amazing. And Jared and I had a good laugh about it. But it really was true. I was so excited. But other ones are small too. Like I didn't throw up. I asked for help. I enjoyed the sunshine. I think I already said that, but it's literally listed a couple times in here because I'm I'm trying to get better about getting out and enjoying some sunlight without, you know, getting sunburnt because I'm as white as a ghost, let's be real. And actually that is one of my things in here. It says uh I did not get sunburned today. So, there it is. Um, but things were just all over the place between breathing. I, I just, I was able to breathe today or I took a nap or I shook it off. I don't even know what I was talking about there, but whatever it was, that was a victory for me that day. I saw that God's truth overpowered the lies. There were some days that it was like I made waffles for our family or I was productive. I ate two meals instead of one. Um, I survived a night with no sleep, all sorts of little things. And these victories are so close to my heart because I worked hard for these victories. And that's the thing. I think we also just don't recognize how much work it is to maintain our bodies. I mean, if we think of all the things, like just for myself, when I think of on a weekly basis, all the things I have to do to just maintain my body, Sometimes just doing that is exhausting and just doing all the medications and all the treatments and all the corrections, that is the victory. There was no other victory. That was it. And that is totally okay. I think at times because I want to see victory and success as... I guess a regular person that doesn't have a chronic illness and just can, you know, whether it's graduating from college or being able to volunteer, you know, there are so many things and I'm not even letting myself go down that road because I don't even want to focus on those things that right now just aren't specifically going to work out for me. I don't even want to focus on those things. And it's not because they're not true, because they are, but I know that my victories are my victories and I work hard for them. There are days when all I have been able to accomplish is not crying or just breathing or popping a joint back in place or let me rephrase that, having Jared pop one of my joints back in place. All of those things are hard work and it's about time that we gave ourselves some credit for all that hard work 
that was something that started changing in my heart. But I will be so honest with you, there were some days that were easier than others. There were days that I, and even still do have days, where I sit here in the evening and I'm getting ready to pick out what was my victory today. Maybe there was more than one that I identify and I want to pick between the two, or maybe I can't think of one. Not one thing that I could be proud of for the day. When that happens, I will sit here. I typically do not let myself get off of the couch or like away from my parachutes wherever I am until I have answered that question. What was a victory from today? There are days that I sit here and it's like 10, 20 minutes go by and I'm like, Lord, there was nothing good about today. There was nothing. Nothing happened that mattered. I didn't contribute to society in any capacity. And I almost wrestle with that thought in the back of my brain being like, am I really victorious? Or am I just kidding myself? But that was where God allowed me to grow. When I asked those questions and I was seeking him and I wasn't asking him why because I was demanding answers. I was asking him to show me what he sees He sees how hard each and every one of us work every day. He sees us overcome things that we sometimes don't even notice because they're so, in our minds, just minuscule and not important, but they are. And God cares about those details. And I'll just sit here and I'll be like, Lord, please reveal to me how you allowed me to overcome today. I will say there have been a couple days in here where I have just put I made it through the day. And you know what? That's okay. Because again, yes, it's just surviving, but surviving is hard. It can be so hard and so frustrating. I know that. And I recognize that. And God recognizes that. You know, during this exercise of really challenging myself to notice one victory every day, because it really wasn't about if I was victorious every day, it was noticing even the tiniest of victories. So I really was doing a lot of work also on myself, not just through reading some different books that would give me better perspective on what I was going through and where I wanted to get to, but something in me changed. And I thought this was pretty neat. By the end of that 90 days of doing this exercise, I started not just seeing the little victories and celebrating them, but I started to also desire to celebrate the people that I loved and their accomplishments and just celebrate this present life. So when it came time for me to do my fall refresh of last year, you know, I had just been through 90 days of this real challenge. I said, I've got to keep going because I want to continue to see because I want to be able to look back. And if there are times and periods where all the days blur together and nothing felt like was moving forward almost, if that makes any sense. I just, I felt like nothing was moving forward and nothing mattered and I did nothing. I'm able to turn back to those pages and say, wow, even though they were tiny, I still made 90 victories happen. And that's amazing. Like 
absolutely amazing. And it just made me want to celebrate all of it. And that was what really turned into my goal the following three months was how can I celebrate all of it? How do I savor the seasons? How do I celebrate the people that I love? How do I rejoice over God's faithfulness? I wanted to be excited again. And I wanted to allow myself to experience that joy and that hope and that light. You know, you don't need to have a chronic illness to notice the small victories and celebrate the little things about being present and whole in life. Because here's the thing, we all battle something. Now, I don't know what your battle is. It could be physical, it could be mental, it could be emotional or spiritual, financial, but we all struggle and battle something that blinds us from seeing all that we've accomplished, even in the little, tiny, small things. You know, I am sure that even if you can look at your life and say, I have had very little challenges and God has just blessed me so abundantly in that way, I am sure that you have had at least one or two days where you didn't even want to get out of bed. You didn't want to show up. You didn't want to do anything. You wanted to be done. And the fact getting out of bed and showing up was your best, that's all that God asks of us. So some days my victory is just getting up and showing up. It doesn't matter what my attitude is like or how much pain I'm in. I at least got up and I tried to face the day. I made that effort. I might still be in my pajamas, but I made the effort to get up and try. And that is a victory that shows your resilience. One of the things that I just encourage you to do is have somebody that you talk to about these things. So Jared and I talk about this a lot, but um, my best friend Mar and I, we're massive accountability partners and we are together at least two, three times a week. We FaceTime and Marco Polo constantly, and we also text each other 24-7. It's safe to say we know what's going on in each other's lives every single day, pretty much every moment. One of the things that she and I have both gotten good at is talking about the little victories to each other and being like, man, I was able to do this or do this, and they're little things. And we're both just like, yes, that's awesome. And we're each other's cheerleaders. Nothing is ever too small to celebrate. That's kind of something that she and I have just never really spoken about, but we both just know we are going to be jumping up and well, I'm not going to jump up and down. Let's say in my mind, I will be jumping up and down excited for all the little things for me or for her because they matter. You know, we've talked about figuring out your why. Well, When you know that you want to practice being joy-filled and you are doing what matters, you're prioritizing the things that you want to do and you know the why behind them, even when you take that small step towards that goal, it is exciting. It fires you up. It makes you just want to keep going. That's something that I love that I share with her. And I really work hard to share that with others because, you know, right now, as you know, I've been in a real journey of finding my identity again after losing OST and really coming to terms with all of that. And I still have a long ways to go. That is a topic for another day. But this has made a huge impact on me because it allows me to say, I don't really know where I'm going yet. 
But I know that right here in this present moment, I'm doing what God has asked me to do. And I am celebrating the life that he is allowing me to live. Because at any point in time, he could decide my mission and my legacy has been fulfilled here on earth and he's ready to take me home. You know what? I sit here and I'm smiling and I don't even know if you can hear a smile, like kudos to you because I'm smiling so big right now because I'm just thinking about God and all the big things he does and how they're all made up of small, tiny victories. Those starting steps, those little things, they matter because they are getting you closer and closer to your why. That makes me so happy to know that those little by little things I celebrate or that Mara celebrates or you celebrate, they're not stupid because that's one step forward. Whether it's an inch forward or a mile forward, you are still moving forward. I was doing some research on what God says about celebrating. We know he says so much about joy, but what does he say about victory? I was just kind of doing some research and reading some different commentaries, and I found something that really has got me thinking. I was in 1 Corinthians 15, and in verse 55, it says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Just in that one verse, you know, I always thought of it as a literal death, but there are other things that have died. Pieces of me that have had to die and be let go. OST was its own kind of death. Moving into a wheelchair and having to adjust to that life was its own kind of death. Having to come to terms, life isn't going to be perfect and that I'm going to screw up. I am knocking myself down a couple pegs and saying, yeah, that part of me needs to go. And as Christians, this is so important because when we become a child of God, we let all that is sinful and horrible about our very nature to die so that we can be one with him. And as I kept reading in this chapter, you know, it continues saying the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's such a good reminder that we already have the victory. He has done it. He has overcome. How amazing is that? I can't help but think of that. And it continues on by saying, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. These victories are never going to be wasted. As long as I give my day to him and I say, Lord, I don't know what my day is going to hold. I don't know that I'm going to be able to accomplish the things that I want. I don't know if my body is going to throw a total fit and go into a flare and everything's going to change. I don't know if someone that I love is going to be in a car accident. I have no control over that. The only thing that I have control in is my belief in Jesus Christ and his victory. That allows me to stand firm. It doesn't let the lies that I am not successful because I'm not thinking of success the way that other people do 
move me. I am going to stand firm in my truth, which is that I am going to celebrate every tiny victory because I am grateful for every single one. And he is choosing to keep me here and I am going to honor that. I want to serve him well. So when I think of where, oh, death is your victory, where, oh, death is your sting, those broken dreams, the person that I thought that I was and was going to be and the titles that I had, when those died, I questioned where my victory was and they stung so deeply. And knowing that nothing will be in vain and that he will be victorious in us, that doesn't mean that this didn't hurt. It didn't break me. But now that I have grieved, and I do still continue to grieve because I think that's important for us to acknowledge that part of what's happening. But on days when I'm not stuck thinking about the past and allowing myself to grieve over what's happened, things don't start to sting as bad. And I'm able to look and say, I thought losing my business was going to kill me. I thought I was better off dead and I had nothing left to bring to this world. Now I look at that and I say, okay, where, oh death of my career and dreams, is your victory? Because the Lord allowed that to be taken away from me. I will never understand why. I don't think I'm ever going to be happy about it. But what I do know is that he's giving me the strength right here and right now to stand up to the enemy who wants me to believe that I am worthless without my title, that I am worthless without that success and that outward appearance of success. I'm able to look my enemy in the eye and say, no, you will not take my victory from me. You can take every part of me, but I will still be victorious. You can take everything I have in my life is still a victory because I am a child of God and he has blessed me with the gift of life and I am going to take that victory and I am going to be so grateful for all I have. And you want to know what that does? That helps me stand firm. It makes a point right in this verse to say, right after it says stand firm, it says let nothing move you because things are going to try to rock you. Things are going to come up. People are going to put you down. There are going to be things where you are just going to say, yeah, I may be grateful that I'm still alive another day, but I'm not victorious. I don't feel victorious. That is a lie that the enemy just goes into because he wants to move us. He wants us to just slip and fall and not leave our feet planted And if you're listening to me talk about this and saying, I've had so much taken from me, I don't know that if I truly had every single thing taken from me, that I would still feel victorious. And you know what, friends? I hope that if that day came for me, that I would, but I do believe that I wouldn't be like that at first. I probably would slip and fall. When OST ended, that took everything from me. That was something where I felt like I had nothing left. So the fact that I've gotten to a point now, mind you, almost eight months out of this experience, like six to eight months, I'm now able to go, 
you know what? The enemy tried to take away everything that I thought made me who I was and that made me victorious. But by challenging myself to notice how God was allowing me to still be victorious every day, grew me in ways I could have never dreamed. And so now I notice the little things. And you don't even have to write it down in a notebook or your power sheets. You could just have a note on your phone where you just keep a running list of victories. And maybe you don't even do it every day, but whenever you think of, oh, that was such a victory, throw it in there, celebrate it, be proud of it. Surround yourself with people who understand that and who will not only celebrate your small victories, but will help you see the small victories on days when life just feels too hard. So as we kind of wrap up, I truly, truly, truly want you to know you will still be victorious because he is victorious. You may be in a place where you feel like you have had everything taken from you. That was how I felt too. And when I was able to quiet the noise and really focus on what mattered, and part of what mattered to me was letting go of dreams, that was really important for me. That was something that I knew I had to do. I had to work on that and move forward. But it took me a really long time to get there. I bathed in my brokenness. I allowed myself to feel the hurt. And that was how I was able to claim a victory. And that was probably the biggest lesson that I've learned because a victory that I was able to claim had nothing to do with my titles or my earthly accomplishments. It had to do with the fact that I was willing to open up my hands and say, Lord, allow my life to be an example of your victory. And I don't know how that's going to look. And it might not look like what I prayed for, but it's still a victory because I'm doing what you've called me to do. And if right now he is only calling me to take care of my body, that is what I've been called to do. And I will try to do that to the best of my abilities. And if he moves me forward into ministry or maybe in a new career path, I have no idea. I truly have no idea, but I know that I will honor whatever he gives me. And when Satan tries to come at me and throw things in my face, whether it be other people's opinions or he takes something that God has allowed me to let go of, even when I was not informed, because <laughs> sometimes I feel that way. Um, but even when that happens, I know that I'm still victorious because he's already won and I'm just going to keep doing what he's called me to do. So I encourage you to not only notice your small victories, but to allow some of those victories to include grieving over what you've lost and growing and celebrating all that life has held, everything from the good and the bad to the messiest of messes. And I encourage you, if you don't have anyone to share these small victories with, I encourage you to look for somebody but know also, I would love to hear about your victories. I would love to hear how God is working in you and how you are doing things that matter because you're doing what God's called you to do and you're celebrating those little victories, even if that victory is just that you breathe today or that you only passed out once or that you took a nap. It does not matter. What matters is that you were victorious. God allowed you to be victorious. And he has big things planned for you. So let's focus on the little by little. 
Let's start small because I promise you when you start to see him the small ways, you'll see that they're all connected into one big, awesome victory. And I want to close us in prayer. Lord, I pray for my heart and I pray for everybody who is struggling to notice those victories that you give us. Lord, I wish this road that you've called me to was easier and that it didn't hurt so much and that I didn't have to have so much taken away. But Lord, this is the place you've put me in. And I ask that you open my eyes to your victories. You open my eyes to ways that I can celebrate. And you would give me people in my life who would encourage me when I don't feel like I can keep going any longer. Lord, bless our day. Bless our victories and allow us to see what you see. Help us see the victory, Lord. We love you. Amen. The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. Uh, airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this... You get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 